Hey, what's going on, guys? I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I decided I want to do a quick uh, Dr. Boyce exposed conversation and uh, say hi um, and uh, just answer any. Uh, I do something I, I call, um, well, I call it Dr. Boyce exposed. You can call it the Dr. Boyce breakdown, whichever one you want to call it. And basically the goal is to answer any question that you have, uh, but it has to be a one sentence question and I will give you a very quick answer. So um, so feel free to fire away. What's up on Instagram? How you guys doing? Um, I hope you guys can hear me. Okay. Let me know. Give me a yes. If you can hear me, what's going on, Terry Cobb and Francis Foreman. Hello. Very nice to see you. And, uh, so fire away, fire away. I don't have a lot of time, but, um, I'll, uh, I will be, uh, in there for one second. I'm, I'm here in Atlanta doing some business. So, uh, what, what you'll do to fix a 540 credit score, um, you can actually challenge everything on your credit score. And, um, so you might want to look into that. Um, I forgot what it's called, but uh, there's like a, a bill of rights you have. And one thing they have to do is they have to confirm any challenge that you make to anything on your credit score. So you may want to challenge it. And that's a good way to get some things wiped off if you don't think that they should be there. Uh, thoughts on dollar cost averaging. I think dollar cost averaging is very, very good. It's a great way to build wealth. Uh, that's not my friend, my cousin. I told you my cousin found out he had $4 million worth of Bitcoin. And uh, he didn't even know it because he bought a bunch of Bitcoin back when it was cheap and forgot that he owned it. And he just held it. Next thing you know, he's got four million dollars. And again, this is a young black man in his mid 30s who never went to college. So uh, don't keep thinking that you have to go to college to build wealth. A lot of great business owners um, never went to business school. Uh, let's see here. Uh, is it worth buying? It's a house, house worth buying or buying land better. Um, I don't know. I just bought a house. I just bought a house in Atlanta. So I like buying houses, but I can see why you buy land. Um, I'm participating with um, Ben, Brother Ben X and their, their plan uh, with uh, Hereafter Farms. Um, I'm actually buying some property on their in their space and investing in their project because I think that that land ownership is a good thing. Uh, let's see. Next question. Uh, just so you know, I'm going to answer the questions that I see coming from drboystv.com. Some of the ones on Instagram, I'm, I'm going to miss a lot of them because I can't. it's hard to look at two screens. So if you want to make sure your question gets in there, you might want to jump over. Are you buying into the metaverse? Yes, I am. I'm buying into an ETF called Meta. Uh, can you give me basic knowledge of crypto? Yeah, go to theblackcryptoclub.com, T-H-E, theblackcryptoclub.com. Or you can just go to boycewalkins.com. We have a black crypto club that meets on a regular basis where we have crypto experts that can let you in on the next big trends, uh, all that good stuff. They're really, really good at what they do. And crypto is what we call in finance an inefficient market. And in any inefficient market, there are lots of opportunities to make money if you are there first. Um, it's it's not like trying to make money in other areas, which can be a little bit tougher. What's a good cheap stock to buy in pharma? Um, I don't have any in mind right now, but the stock of the day is Jabil Circuit, JBL. JBL is their ticker symbol, Jabil Circuit. They're in the electric vehicle market. I like that stock a lot. Uh, what do you think about Dan Calloway and his research about African-Americans being the real Native Americans? Uh, that I have not seen that research, Lori, but I do like Dan Calloway a lot. Um, he seems like a smart guy. Um, how to deal with an alpha female. Um, well, you know, if you're an alpha male, you might want to stay out of each other's way because when two alphas get in the same space, uh, they tend to bump heads. And so, um, so you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if uh, uh, I, I think taking ego out of the equation is pretty much how strong people deal with each other, right? So, for example, some people consider me to be a powerful man because I have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers and all that. But when I get in the space of another powerful man or powerful woman, we we tend to show respect for each other because if you go in there trying to dominate people who are used to not being dominated, it's going to create a conflict. 
So what you tend to do is you just show respect. You know, you don't you don't have to walk in with your ego on your chest. Just be a nice person. That's it. You know, support them just, and then they'll support you if they if they play ball that way. If they don't play ball that way, then don't do business with people like that. You do business with people who reciprocate, not business with people who are assholes. Uh, hey, Dr. Watkins, I want to get involved in next year's A, B and C. How could I apply? We are going to do we're going to send out a request for proposals for people that want to speak at the convention. So you will get that opportunity to do that. if That's something you'd like to do. We're probably we're leaning towards Charlotte. Charlotte's most likely going to be our location for next year. Uh, what is the most important aspect of the for black community in, um, in America should be focusing on fixing uh, black wealth. We need more black wealth. Uh, are you at the Black House right now? No, I'll be there um, this week, though. Is it more financially prudent to leave renting in the West Coast for ownership in Ohio? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I just think, you know, you go to the places where the real estate and the land is cheap and you can buy some cheap land. I think it's a good move for you. Uh, hey, Doc, Hampton, Virginia is here. OK, Amir, I see you. I see you. Uh, let's see, Miss Sharp. What's a good beginner business venture for someone looking to build wealth that doesn't involve investing? They're looking to build wealth that doesn't involve investing. Um, well, you got to invest something. You might have to invest time as opposed to money. But um, uh, you know, I've seen people do things like um, become mobile notaries. Like um, Andre Hatcher teaches people how to become mobile notaries. That's a that seems to be a pretty good business. Uh, let's see, open to going on the Fresh and Fit podcast Money Mondays. Um, I. Nah, I don't really like to do a lot of interviews, to be honest with you. It's uh, it, I, 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 if I say, yeah, I'd be lying to you. So no disrespect. I just I, I get so many requests and it's kind of tough to just run my company, let alone, you know, do a bunch of interviews, stuff like that. Have you ever thought about joining the NOI? Yes, I have. And I love the Nation of Islam, but that, that's not something I chose to do. Uh, but I really just think the Nation of Islam is extraordinary. If you want to see the future of the black community, look toward the Nation of Islam. I have a lot of great partners and friends in the, in the nation. Do you think student loans will be abolished? I graduated from Syracuse 17 years ago. I don't think they'll be abolished. There's too much money being made. Uh, let's see. How do I invest in the metaverse? There's probably an ETF out there. Um, I think it's called Meta. You might want to look for that. What do you think will be the next big cryptocurrency? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Uh, let's see. What's your take on the CPI index? It's very, very high. I don't think inflation is going to stay that high, but I do think it's going to cause the Fed to make some moves that will probably hit your stocks pretty hard. So be, be prepared for that. <laughs> um, Dr. Boyce, is there a payment plan for your course on, on uh, to learn how you determine how to gauge the market. Are you talking about the Forex class? Uh, well, most of the programs in the Black Business School have some sort of monthly payment option, or you can do a payment plan. So there should be. Um, if there's not, just email support at theblackbusinessschool.com. We have a great support team. Uh, write that in the chat, please. Support at theblackbusinessschool.com. They can get you into a place that makes you comfortable. Uh, and also, by the way, if you want to uh, connect with me via text, you can text the word voice to 31996. I'll leave it on the screen. Uh, just text voice to 31996 and uh, I'll send you text messages periodically when I go live, stuff like that. Darlene says, can you and Dr. Leisha discuss that murder-suicide that happened in Maryland this weekend? Yes, we are going to talk about that. That was very, very complex uh, because obviously it wasn't the right solution. It was the wrong solution. But at the same time, he uh, it, it sounds to be like there's a lot of lessons to be learned from that whole experience. Let me just say that. I'm not going to in, in any way ever endorse you know, the killing of another person. Um, I think it's more like at the same time, it's kind of like if uh, if I took a woman's kids and she killed me because I took her kids, even if the law said I could take her kids, um, she's clearly in the wrong. But there is still a conversation to be had to ask, did I need to really take her children away? And should I maybe have considered 
that there could be a backlash. There could be a consequence for that. Right. So obviously you can't endorse that kind of behavior, but it does kind of speak to what happens to a person when you take their kids. Cause he did speak clearly about how lonely he felt not having family at the holidays. And I'm going to tell you, man, that that's, that was some heartbreaking stuff to watch. I couldn't believe it. Uh, let's see here. What is the greatest plight of the black man today? Greatest plight of the black man today is getting centered and focused on his greatness and knowing how great you are without looking for confirmation from white people. Stop following other people. You're, you're supposed to be a leader. Be a damn leader. Damn it. Uh, I have a food truck. How can I expand or grow my business for next year? Um, talk to people who know how to grow the business. Maybe figure out ways to access the capital that you need. Uh, or look at your business systems. Maybe consider bringing in a consultant that can really help you figure out where you're coming up short. If you're part of a group of business of business owners, maybe ask them uh, for their opinion. The more ideas you bring to the table, the more creative you can be. <clears throat> Thoughts on Neo stock. Um, I, I don't I don't follow Neo uh, Belmali, uh, but if you want me to look into a stock every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, we do stock market investing class. If you go to boycewalkins.com, you can do a 30 day free trial in the class. All the students are able to send me questions in advance. I will research that question. So if you ask me about Neo stock, I'll do research and I'll come to class prepared to talk to you about Neo stock. But there's thousands of stocks and it's hard to keep up with all of them. So I can't I can't even begin to assess that right now because it's not a in front of me. Uh, I bought some Satima. Do you have any? No, I do not. Uh, Satama. Yeah, no, I do not. No, I do not. But I wish them the best. I hope you make a trillion dollars. Um, I want to help with planning and operations for next year's ABNC. How can I apply? Um, like I said, email support at theblackbusinessschool.com. They can help you out. Uh, they can get you kind of into the loop on that. Um, we can't take everybody, but we can consider that for sure. Uh, let's see. Do you and Tone Talks ever politic and do you have any joint projects? Uh, Tone Talks, I used to let him use my YouTube channel. Uh, back in the day, I actually helped him out a lot. And uh, then I honestly, when you start getting kind of disrespectful, then uh, I can't work with you anymore. And I felt like his energy was just kind of bad. And uh, I'm not saying he's, he can't be a smart guy. I just think that he was competing with me. And I think that that it's OK to compete. That's fine. But when you compete in a hostile, nasty way um, where you're undermining other people, um, you know, I just I mean, why, you know, well, why would I support you if your <laughs> your goal is to destroy everything that we're working on? So um, I think that that jealousy, that kind of pettiness, you know, is is uh, it's 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 not of interest to me. And um, and I have helped the brother out a lot. I've let him on my channel quite often um, before. And then after a while, we just said, no, thank you. We got to part ways. So there you go. So that's why Tone Talks and I don't work together. Yvette Carnell, same thing. Um, you know, I no disrespect or not. You know, I, I don't like to start stuff with people, but it's just kind of like some people have good energy. Some people have bad energy. If I feel like the energy is bad, I'm going to walk away, period. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Truncut says, when will be the next time you speak at Paul Quinn College in Dallas, Texas? I do not have that on my calendar at all. But um, at some point, I'd like to go back to Dallas because I got some good friends down there that I'd like to be able to do something. So maybe sometime the next year, not Paul Quinn, but some sometime in, in Dallas. What advice do you have for a newly engaged couple? Therapy, get therapy, get therapy, get therapy, get you some help. Don't do it by yourself. People's relationships fail and they lose a lot of money and a lot of and go through a lot of stress and you lose your productivity and you can't accomplish your goals because you're fighting with your partner all the time because you're trying to do the shit by your damn self. Stop it. Stop trying to do it all by yourself. Get help. They got books. They have videos you can watch. There are experts all over the Internet, therapists everywhere. Every black person needs a therapist, including me. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, don't try to do it yourself. You'll be stupid like me and you'll make a mistake like I did when I was in my 20s. I had a great relationship with a woman I love, but we could not get along for nothing. And what we needed was a damn mentor. And I, I didn't know it at the time because I thought, oh, I'm 24. I know everything. You don't know shit. Stop it. You don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. I'm 50 years old and I still I consult with everybody on everything. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
Do you understand what I'm saying? I have a PhD. I've had a PhD for 20 years. Do you understand that only 1% of the entire society has a PhD? I was the only black man on the planet a black or a black woman on the planet to get a PhD in finance when I graduated in 2002. Nobody else on the planet that was black got a PhD in finance that year except me. So I was damn smart. I was the number one student at the University of Kentucky, number one black student, number one finance student of all students. So I was damn smart. And let me tell you, when I was 24, I didn't know Jack. And at 50, I know I know a lot more, but I know enough to know that I don't know nothing. You understand? So the more I learned, the bigger the universe became and the smaller I realized in terms of the scope of knowledge that's out there. The best thing you can do if you ever want to be smart is to constantly ask for advice from everyone. Get the perspective of everyone. Get talk to as many experts as you can. Stop trying to think you know everything. You don't know everything. A, a person who thinks they know everything is the biggest sucker on the block. If you ever want to be a sucker, walk around like you're the smartest person out here. And I'm serious. I, I can say this as a person who has more education than 99.9% of the people I've met. And the first thing I do when I run into a question I'm trying to solve is I say, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What does he think? You've got to do that. You've got to do that. It's, it's about community, man. So if you want to have a healthy relationship, get help, get support, get advice. Go listen to the experts. Stop trying to figure it out on your own. You're gonna, you ain't going to do nothing but fuck it up. Excuse my French. All right, let me keep going. Uh, that was more uncle boys, but shit, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, let's see. Lori Davis, do you believe the boule has been detrimental to black Americans? Yes, I do. Many of them have. Absolutely. Um, can I market my, how can I market my books? Well, you might have to pay for that. You know, maybe um, if you're talking about like web traffic and stuff, you can either get it three ways. One of three ways is Lamar Tyler says you can buy it, borrow it, or build it, right? So you need to get somebody to let you use their platform. You can pay them to use their platform, or you can just spend two or three, four or five years building a platform. It's, it's got up to you. It takes a while to build a platform. It took me a decade to build my platform. Uh, can you expound on the nature of competition of life? You mentioned it during your videos. Competition of life. Uh, I don't know what you mean, Michael. I'm sorry. I wish I could uh, answer that question. I don't I don't quite get it. what you mean. Should I buy Bitcoin now? I am. Uh, next question. Thoughts. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, let's see. I once saw you had a lawyer pack with NDAs and stuff. Where can I find them if you still have them? Uh, a lawyer pack, a lawyer pack, a lawyer pack. Um, blackmoney103.com. Blackmoney103.com is our entrepreneurship program. Nicole Compton probably put some stuff in there. She's an attorney. She's one of the instructors in that program. So feel free to go to blackmoney103.com. That's our third course in our Black Money sequence. Um, what's the best investment for retirement? Hmm. Um, I mean, mutual funds. I think mutual funds do really well. Um, maybe something that tracks the S&P 500. Uh, what's the best way to buy a foreclosure house? Um, there's a lot of ways. Uh, I'm not a real estate expert, but I will say that um, that talking to people who buy foreclosures might be a good way to go. Uh, buying real estate is not simple like buying stocks. So you probably want to um, get some training on that. Um, Julian Gordon has a great real estate program that's in the Black Business School. So feel free to go um, to voicewalkins.com and you can take a look at the Black Business School and see what we have there. Uh, how do you invest in Hereafter Farms? Um, I don't know. I'm going to ask Brother Ben X. I, I'm sure if you go follow him, uh, there's some information there on how you can invest. Uh, let's see. Crimea says, my family's suffering. We really need help. Um, okay. Uh, all right. Well, okay. Well, I wish you the very best. Um, I don't, I don't know what to do with that, but, um, I wish you the best. I uh, have you ever thought about being vegan. Yeah. I think about it all the time. I probably should be. It just takes a lot of work. So, um, honestly, I kind of like eating, eating like 
everything, you know, the stuff I eat now, I know, I know it ain't right, but I just do it anyway. Um, let's see. Next question. Okay. Don't ask me any more about Neo. Cause I know you keep asking about Neo. I told you if you want me, if you want to ask me, just join the class, go to voicewalkings.com or click the link in the bio, join class, put Neo in the questions, leave the question for me. I will answer it on Tuesday, but I don't know anything about Neo right now. I bought it, but I sold it years, uh, week, months ago. So I can't really give you an insight on that from here because there's thousands of stocks out there. Where can I get that CEO shirt? I think that this was Damon Dash's brand. And so um, I, I don't know where he sells his shirts, but I'm sure you can find it online. Do you buy gold? Yeah, but gold is not going to make you rich. Gold will just keep you rich. How can I get my first rental property? I would go take a class and study from somebody who buys rental property. Again, a guy like Julian Gordon, who's in the Black Business School. So feel free to go to the Black Business School and join Julian's class. He can show you everything you need to know. Tyler Allen would love to create Black Digital Asset Library for someone like you. Great financial leader, a Black Digital Asset Library. Hmm. Huh. Well, I don't know what that is exactly, but if you have an idea on that, feel free to email my manager. Just know she's only going to read about the first two sentences of your email, so you better get to the point fast. Uh, you can email her at manager at voicewalkins.com. That's manager, E-R, at voicewalkins.com. Her name's Michelle, and she's no nonsense. She's very, very efficient with her time. So get to the point quickly, because the email's like this long, it ain't going to get read. So don't, don't do that, because she gets so many emails. So, But make it quick, and if you have something and you're willing to invest in whatever it is you're trying to do, then uh, she'll listen. Now, one thing that we get a lot of are ideas where people say, oh, we can do this great thing and go and conquer the world, but we need you to put up all the money and all the resources. Well, that's kind of tough for us because we've already got a lot of our resources allocated, right? So, but if you show us, if you say, look, I put X amount of dollars into this and I built this up to a certain point, um, and I'd like to make a partnership with you. Here's how I benefit. Here's how you benefit. Then that makes more sense. Right. So think about when you pitch anybody on an idea. Always think about what you get and what they get. Don't just think about what you get, because that's like a guy saying, hey, you know, hey, baby, can I have sex with you? Because I'm going to really enjoy it. Well, she ain't going to have sex with you so you can enjoy it. She wants to have sex with you so she can enjoy it. So you got to think about what she's going to what, what both parties are going to get, not just yourself. OK, there's a little little lovemaking advice for anybody who hasn't learned that yet. Uh, Melinda Marshall, do you think we're heading back into a great depression? Um, the housing market crash? Um, no, I mean, we could have a great depression, but um, in the housing market will probably deflate, but there's always corrections. See, a correction is not a crash. A correction is just where the prices change and they drop for a while and you have maybe a bear market because you need to kind of cool things off. It's not the reason for panic. Right. So um, I wouldn't spend my time worrying about crashes and depressions. I would spend my time taking advantage of the opportunities that exist right now. Um, let's see here. Are shares in the bank good against inflation? Um, I think shares, I think bank shares can be good um, if, if you, you know, with the way the economy is going, the economy tends to take off and the yield curve tends to to go up like the 10 year yield tends to go up. You tend to see bank stocks rise. Right. So that might be something that um, could be beneficial as the economy recovers. If you have a couple of bank stocks in your portfolio, what do you expect the stock market to do this week? I'm expecting high volatility. Me too. Uh, because there's the, the, this Omicron thing is still not resolved. Inflation still isn't resolved. Nobody knows what the Fed is going to do next. Those are three factors that are probably going to drive the market. Uh, let's see. Brian Williams signed off from MSNBC. Uh, very suggestive of criminal behavior in high places. Oh, Brian Williams, he, he left MSNBC? Really? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, I thought uh, the other guy did. Um, Mike, Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. But I didn't hear anything about Brian Williams. I'm looking to that. Chris Wallace left Fox. 
Um, all that's kind of crazy. I mean, Don Lemon, <laughs> I wonder if they're going to get Don Lemon for, for what he did with Jesse Smollett. That's going to be interesting. Is JBL the ticker symbol of the electric vehicle maker? Yeah, JBL, Jabil Circuit. That's the, the stock that I like for today. If you want to see the other stocks I picked for my students this week, just log in at the blackstockmarketprogram.com or you can go to boycewalkins.com. Look for my stock market class. Every week I give you guys a list of stocks. And the key thing, though, is that you don't just think you can only look at the ones for this week. There's literally about 50 different like content deliveries that I laid out there in terms of maybe five or six stocks each. So there's probably about two or 300 stocks I've researched and found that I like, that I like enough that I put, will put my own money into them. And, uh, and so these are, these are just my picks based on the research that I do. So feel free to do that. Uh, if that helps you. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, let's see. CG3 says great channel. Well, thank you very much. If you could please hit the thumbs up button, hit the thumbs up and subscribe. If you haven't subscribed also, if you want to uh, get text notifications when I go live, you can text the word voice to 31996. And, uh, and also, I don't know if you guys know about the Black Wealth calendar, but the Black Wealth calendar is really cool. It's uh, a calendar we release every year where we pretty much put wealth principles on your refrigerator. It's really good for developing an economic culture in your family where you uh, are because you're seeing wealth principles every single day. It puts wealth in the infrastructure of the way your family operates. So um, and th- th- this concept comes from the fact that, like, I remember when I was in China, here's the interesting thing about China. So when I was in China, I w- my wife and I went to China for like maybe um, I-, I think 10 to 12 days, something like that. And all through China, we went to a bunch of different cities and we saw thousands of entrepreneurs and thousands of businesses. And here's the thing. None of these businesses, most of these business owners didn't have a college degree. Most of them never went to college to study business. And a lot of people think that in order to do business, you have to go to school for it and learn it and all this other stuff. Here's a little secret about business school. Um, In business school, business school is not designed to teach you how to create a business. Business school is designed to teach you how to work for a business owner. Business owners, almost like almost like they come from heaven. You know, they, they come from a family culture of ownership. Right. So if you have a family culture of ownership and you understand basic things like buy low, sell high, like I buy the product for ten dollars, I sell it for 15. You keep doing that. You become a millionaire or uh, serving a customer. If I get you what you need, then I can make money. What does a dope dealer say? A dope dealer says what you need. I get you what you need. Right. And then also, unfortunately, the dope dealer also has a product that is addictive. Right. Which is a whole nother conversation. And that and that's why they had so much money. Now, I'm not you know, I, I don't advocate any of that because I think drugs did a terrible thing for the black community. But one of the things you have to understand is that when it comes to being a business owner and a wealth builder, these are not things you learn really in college. College ain't about teaching you wealth. College is designed to uh, it's a vocational school. I, I remember I was I've, I've taught at the University of Kentucky. I've taught at Syracuse University, the Ohio State University, Indiana University. I've taught at, um, I've taught uh, in China. I've taught uh, also in Europe and I've taught in Guyana with my wife. Right. So and I've done you know lectures in Africa and all around the world. And let me just tell you, uh, college is to some extent, it's a vocational school. You see, the way American capitalism works, here's how here's, here's the game on how American capitalism works. You got the people at the top, the one percent who own all the assets, who own almost everything. The top 10, 5, 10% own everything. And then they need the other 90% to provide the labor that allows the companies to move forward. So what you're having right now with the great resignation is a lot of people aren't providing the labor anymore. So that's why when I went to Starbucks uh, over near the place I just bought in Atlanta, they had to shut down early. They said we had to close today at six because we don't have enough partners available to work the night shift. The partners are employees, basically. They're not really partners. They're employees. Right. And so but they call them partners to make them feel better. So ultimately, um, colleges and universities are designed to fuel the labor.
labor market to make sure that there are plenty of people to do the work. So, uh, so the business, uh, the, the people that go to college and study business are being trained to be high level managers of other employees, right? To allow the people at the top that own the capital to actually maximize uh, their wealth. Now, the people who are at the top, like the people in the show Secession, I watched it, this show called Secession with my wife. There's not a single, it's about this billionaire who owns this major multi-billion dollar company and not one of his kids has ever thought about ever becoming an employee. And if they did become an employee, it's only um, a temporary move to prepare them for the ultimate goal of ownership, preparing them to take over the throne. That's why the show's called Secession, because he's trying to decide how he's going to pass his business on to his children. So ultimately, what you got to do is I need you to start thinking royally. I need black people to uh, the same way we dominate basketball. We need to dominate wealth the same way we dominate football. We need to dominate ownership the same way we dominate hip hop. We need to dominate asset acquisition the same way we dominate twerking and, and everything else. We need to dominate stock market investing. Right. We need to make that part of the culture where we say, look, if you're a black man, yeah, it's the black man. You're supposed to be the boss of something. Right. You don't have to be the boss of everything, but you got to have something that you own. You you don't become a man until you own maybe some property or own some assets. Uh, ladies, same thing. If you're judging men, you must judge men based on what what do you own? Do you own anything? Is there anything on this earth that you control other than your penis? Right. Because everybody controls his own penis. But do you actually control some land? Do you have some property? Do you have some stock? Right. And here's the thing. Even if a guy doesn't have a lot of assets, even if he just has the, the mindset of an owner and he says, look, I don't have a lot. But I do own some things and the little bit that I get, I'm not tricking it away. I'm not I'm not making it rain. I'm not throwing it out there that that's not because I know that's not going to impress you. I know you're intelligent enough that that's not going to impress you. So instead, what I did was I took a little bit I had and I'm acquiring assets with whatever whatever extra money I have. Right. That should be something that you're impressed by. Right. So I think that generally speaking, as black people, we have to make uh, being the boss kind of part of our culture because you're not going to learn that in school. They're not going to teach you that in school. Now, the black business school, we focus on that. In the black business school, we don't serve everybody. We serve black people who care about the black community. You ain't got to be black to be there. You could be non-black, but just know that the black community is our top priority. Black wealth is our is, is the only wealth. Also, ownership is extremely important. Uh, and, but ownership is a not just a core value in a culture, but done in a way that is ethical and intelligent so that you actually use it for what it's supposed to be used for. What wealth and ownership is supposed to do is to give you the power to have freedom, as a black person, freedom is very important. Politicians promise us freedom, but they never give it to us. They, they promise us all kinds of things and never deliver. Freedom is something that you get primarily through the ability to own something, owning the land on which you stand, owning your own job, owning your own time, buying your own freedom, getting off the corporate plantation. Because if you don't have something that you own, then eventually this economy is designed to enslave you. Right. So that first step is getting freedom. Then after you get your freedom, you have the ability to pursue happiness. So then you pursue your own happiness. But then at that point, you have the ultimate the other job, which is as the head of a household to use your freedom and your happiness to also provide security for others in your family so that they too can have freedom and happiness, right? My children are freer and happier because I am an asset to their lives. Do you understand? So they, so I own the assets, they own a piece of me. So they're able to, um, they're able to live in Rome and, and, and have a good life 
because they know that their mother and their father has their back. Do you understand? So a lot of you have financial struggle because nobody had your back because nobody thought about sort of owning and controlling anything. And so at, the, at that point, you end up feeling kind of enslaved, kind of kicked around, you know, pretty terrible. And I remember feeling that way. I remember feeling like, man, this kind of sucks. I got to work till I'm 60 or 70 years old before I can ever really have anything. That's not very inspiring, right? That's very depressing, especially given that you know that your boss comes from a culture where the people don't really like you very much, right? So so shifting the culture is extremely important. And I'm telling you, stop measuring income as your economic success. I don't care how much money you make. All I care about is how much money you keep. I really don't care how much money you make. I don't care if you made a quarter million last year. I don't care if you made three million this year. I don't care if you're gonna make you got ten million dollars in your next NFL contract. It doesn't matter. Show me what you're keeping, and then show me what you're building with what you're keeping. You see, the other thing too is that a boss has a certain mindset. A boss plays the game above the rim. A boss can see things from above the fold. They can see in a higher dimension. They have a higher dimensional vision and view. Like like the way LeBron. LeBron is a great basketball player because he has great court vision. Right? He can see everything that's happening on the court. He can see the plays evolve before they happen. So an owner and a boss has to be bred to be able to see the greater vision of what can actually happen with the resources that are there, right? So here's the deal, right? So uh, one example is when you talk about the job creation. We're always sort of begging people for jobs. We're always talking about we need jobs, jobs, jobs. These damn politicians get on my nerves. They always talk about jobs and voting rights. Whatever, man. I, I don't really care about voting rights. To be honest with you, because I'm really not trying to go out here and sacrifice so I can get keep Joe Biden in power. Keeping Joe Biden in power does nothing to inspire me in the morning. And if you tell me that that's all that I have, that that's the best that I can do, then that's pretty damn depressing to me. I'm sorry. It's very depressing to me. If you don't agree, then I apologize. But I got to tell you the truth. Uh, what you really need at the end of the day is you need people that you have in your community. that have the vision and the ability to say, OK, these are the resources we have. How do we how do we find ways to multiply that through job creation for other people? Right. Like if I'm a rich black man and I run around and I tell everybody how much money I make, I'm Kanye West. and I'm like, I'm a billionaire. I'm a billionaire. Kanye gets on my nerves sometimes. I, I Don't get me wrong. I've talked to this guy on the phone. He talks to Dr. Claude Anderson. He supports Dr. Anderson. And I love him for that. I respect it immensely. But God damn it, man, stop all this bragging about how much money you have. I don't give a shit how many billions of dollars you have in the bank. Stop it. Stop it. That's weird, narcissistic behavior. And I know some people are going to get mad at me for this. And I'm not trying to diss or nothing like that. But I got to be honest with you. It's very frustrating. It's like, dude, you do you understand how many thousands and thousands of jobs you could create if you would sit your ass down and listen to somebody who has enough structured thinking to show you how you can apply those resources in a way that can employ your people? Like you could build an empire off of that. But instead you have because, again, you therapy. This is where therapy is so important for black people, because Kanye has not had the therapy he needs to help him get past whatever BS is in his brain that's making him seek all this attention. He's still making it all about him. And at some point, I would love for it, not just him. I'm not just talking about him, just anybody in that space. Stop making it about you and stop making it about us. Start making it about the community. Make it about the team, man. You know, like like if it's about the team, then you say, look, hey, y'all, I went out and I got a billion dollars. Let's go ahead and pour this into, you know, some massive project that's going to put thousands of our people to work and build some independent empires and systems. Do you understand? Did y'all know Colombia has literally a lower amount of money? Like the, the amount of the GDP of Colombia is like one half of the total spending power of the black community. Did y'all know that? And in Colombia, they have people that know how to build systems. 
That's why Columbia has its own sports teams. They have their own educational system. They have their own, they own millions of acres of land. They, 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 they know how to, they can create thousands of jobs because they have people that, you know, understand like, okay, the budget is 400 million. Well, we're going to use this and we're going to apply it in a certain way to build factories and systems that are going to allow us to employ X number of people. Right. So, so I, I really think in general, what you really have to do is, um, you know, if you're raising kids and you want your children to have maximum impact, what you have to do is create what in economics we call the multiplier effect. The multiplier effect is where one dollar multiplies into multiple dollars because that dollar is being used over and over and over again in the same same economy, the same system. Right. And in order to create that multiplier effect, it's like skipping a rock on the lake. Like if you throw a rock and it skips three, four, five times, you have to be good. You got to practice. Right. Because you just throw the rock out there. It's going to plump in the water and go down. Right. But if you know how to skip it just right, you know how to pick the right rock and twist your arm the right way. You can skip, 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 skip. Right. Well, the same thing is true when you're throwing out them dollar bills. Right. If you're throwing out your money just like this, you're just making it rain and on everything. And I bought Gucci, I bought Louis, whatever. And, and you're not able to think in a structured way, then guess what? Your rock's not going to skip. It's going to plump right in the water and go right to the bottom. But if you are smart and you know how to take your money, you can take that million, that half a million, whatever you got and skip it the right way, spend it the right way, invest it, allocate it the right way. Like, for example, what Brother Ben X is doing with Hereafter Farms, that's one example, and there's many other examples out here, then guess what? You can have a multiplier effect that expands across space and across time. That means that instead of you just saying, look at me, look at how rich I am, you can still get rich. You could probably be richer, be rich beyond your wildest dreams. Like Kanye's worth a billion. He could be worth a hundred billion if he could, if he had half of the vision of an Elon Musk. Elon Musk isn't just a bill, a wealthy man. Elon Musk is a guy that's probably created a million jobs for his people, right? That's what, so that's because he had structured thinking. He's thinking about building systems. He's not running around here just saying, "Look at me, I'm rich, bitch." No, he's not doing that because he's not because I'm, I'm telling you, like some of the our black men, unfortunately, are being have been wired toward very immature thinking. We act like little children. Seriously, you act like you ain't supposed to be 40 running around here bragging about how wealthy and powerful you are. I mean, it's okay. Like, it's cool. Good for you. Like, but everybody knows you're powerful. Everybody knows you're famous. Everybody knows you're rich. Why do you keep telling us how how rich you are? Why don't you tell us something amazing and extraordinary you built that's going to last for the next hundred years? Show me something that you've done where I can go and find 10,000 people whose lives are markedly better because you existed. Look at, I'll give you an example. Compare Floyd Mayweather to Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao, uh, Floyd Mayweather does Instagram videos with money stacked up and we sit there and like, oh, that's so impressive. That's lit, yo. Oh, 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 oh. It, it, it's immature as shit. It's like literally the childish as hell, right? Manny Pacquiao goes back and he says, I made 50 million from the last fight. I'm going to build homes for 5,000 people, right? I'm going to create jobs for another 5,000 people. He looks at himself as a king, as a true king. Floyd Mayweather, unfortunately, I'm not dissing him. I'm not, I'm not this isn't even a diss. If you, if you're not careful, you don't look like a king. You look like a joke. You look like a jester, a court jester. I'm not saying he can't be a king. I'm not saying that he isn't a king. Maybe he's a king behind the scenes. I'm not saying any of that. But I am saying that when you're just, when your biggest contribution on your big Instagram, where you have 15 million people, is to share like a picture of your money, that's real interesting. It almost feeds into this idea that perhaps you have a deep insecurity that you're seeking to cover up by constantly reminding people of something that's clearly obvious. The whole world knows you can fight. The whole world knows you got money. 
why why are you repeating that? Maybe is it because you're not sure yourself, like you don't feel like you're worthy of that? Because um, great visionaries of our time, in my view, are people that are able to kind of get beyond the ego trips of little boys and start moving to the actions of men. Men are nation builders. You know, men are, are, are built to be leaders. We're supposed to have a vision. You know, and I, I can tell you and ladies, I think that you also play into that sometimes when you look up to guys like that. You know, if you if you entertain men that think that way, well, then you're incentivizing men to be immature. You're making the mature men feel like something's wrong with them, like they're lame, like you're lame because you have a plan. You're lame because you have a vision. You're lame because you're trying to build. You're lame because you're sacrificing for the next generation. But the guy who's throwing his whole damn life away right in front of you. Oh, well, that's the cool guy. He's fun. He's exciting. He's interesting. And, and I'm not, and I'm, I'm sure I, I can even think about a time where I remember, um, you know, a long time ago, I remember dating a girl that I thought was the greatest. And I, I thought was pretty impressive because I was in college making straight A's and I had a plan for my future. I was going to be successful and all this other stuff. And she literally wanted, she literally chose to do, she wanted to date a guy who literally went around killing people. Like literally this dude was a dope dealer who killed people. And I was like, how am I going to compete with that? I'm not going to go out here and get a 20 year prison sentence just to impress you. And she literally just said that he's more exciting. He's more fun. Like, and you know, she chased the bad boy. He ended up going to prison for like two, two, three decades or something, you know? And it's just kind of like all of us, I think in general, as people have to understand what media has done to our collective uh, psyche and to our collective maturity, it has really made a lot of our people into very immature individuals. So uh, some people are going to be mad when I say this. They're not going to like it. They don't want to hear it. And I get it. I totally understand. I'm probably the lamest guy on the internet right now for saying these things. But you know what? I don't care. If this is what it means to be lame, then just call me Dr. Lame Watkins because I'm going to be as lame as I can be if, it, if that's what it means in terms of really saying some of this stuff is stupid. You got to call out the stupidity when you see it. You can't sit here and act like that which is stupid is actually cool because they plant stupid shit in your community to keep you dumbed down. They do that on purpose because they look at you like children. They don't look at you as people that have ever have the capacity to be independent. They don't look at you as people who even love your own damn kids. Seriously. They look at you like you're disabled, right? So if you want to buy into that, then God bless you. But I'm not buying into that. That's not how I'm going to roll. And I don't think anybody who's uh, hearing what I'm saying, I encourage you not to roll like that either. Don't let the world dumb you down. Something is clearly wrong when all your people are going down all around you, when your community is not making progress, when ignorance is being elevated over intelligent, that there's something wrong with that. And I think it's okay to speak out on that. All right. So that's my two cents for today. I know I said a lot at the end. First, I was answering questions. I answered a lot of your questions, but then I, that was on my heart. So I had to share it. I'll be back tomorrow, guys. So uh, please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Also, voicewalkins.com. If you want to look at the Black Wealth calendar, anything else we have going on, feel free to go to my website, voicewalkins.com. And you can also text the word voice to 31996 if you want to get text alerts when I go live, stuff like that. All right. I'll see you guys later. Have a good night. Talk to you later. Peace.